sorry, no, sorry, what? Sorry, what? Sorry, what? I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it. All right, look, all right, look, all right, look. Kick it up and kick it up and kick it up and kick it up and Just like that, just like that, just like that, just like that. Don't got nothing, 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 don't got nothing. Ahoy, Cliff. Arr, arr, matey. There be pirates here. Sorry, I wasn't being a pirate. I was trying to open this bag of Cheetos over here. It is so tight. I was sort of put that down and trying to open it later. But I was just <laughs> expressing my frustration. But anyway, Kendall, this is a show about... I thought you were referring to my Argyle socks <laughs> I was wearing. Pirates. I said, if, if they made a movie of my life, what would they have to rate it? Arrgh! <laughs> oh, uh, oh, speaking of movies, you'll never guess what I had to buy the other day. A Barbie. I couldn't help it, Kendall. I saw this big... That Christmas Barbie? Two-hour commercial for it, and I could not stop. Yeah, this is 1994's Holiday Dream Barbie. On the box, it says she's ready for Christmas morning. And I thought, that's like me. I'm ready for Christmas morning. They really so got you, didn't they, with that advertisement there, Cliff? They did. They did. But, you know, for a gay boy growing up, I never got a Barbie. So I thought, you know what? At 41, I think it's high time. Barbie came home, and she has so many friends, because I have a Rosie Barbie, and a Lucy Barbie, and a Cher Barbie, and a Dolly, and a Madonna, a thing that is basically the same size. So, she has so many friends. Susan was asking me, she said, did you ever play with Barbies? Talking to me when I was young. Uh And I said, no. And she's like, well, did you play with G.I. Joe's? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, what did you play with? I said, donuts. (laughs) You played with vehicles. I, I did. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, I, it, it was just funny because she was like, I, I, it, it was like, well, did you play with Barbies or G.I. Joe's? Like, that was the two options. And I was like, neither. I didn't play with either one of them. I played He-Man, and I played with my the Super Friends, so the Batman and Superman, all of them. Uh-huh. On into the ones that, you know, the low level. I had those action figures, too. The no-names. And... I did have now that one point I won't give any spoilers in case anybody out there still hasn't seen the Barbie movie this many weeks after it came out. Yeah, don't spoil it. But there's one part that says, you know, the Barbies that got played with the most are the ones that end up looking all wrecked, right? Yeah. And I did not have a Barbie, but I sure as shit had a She-Ra, which was (laughs) He-Man's cousin, and she had hair, and she looked like the Barbie that had been through the ringer. The Kate McKinnon one? Her yeah, her makeup was off. I gave her a haircut. It was the total. It was the whole thing. So I didn't have Barbie, but now Barbie's home, and we're both ready for Christmas morning. Oh, Barbie's home. Happy holidays. Can't wait. Can't wait till Christmas morning. Yes, I thought nineteen ninety four. That was a perfect year. I would have walked by her on the shelf, so I had to have it at the old Busheltown Antique Mall. It was the perfect year, and then it all went downhill from there. It all went down from hill. She represents the last good year. So anyway, kiddo, this is about pirates, not about my Barbie collection that's growing and growing, growing and growing. It's a hundred percent more than it was. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for us. For us, you know, it is a pirate's life for us. I knew you'd want to do pirates because of the pirates. Of the Caribbean. Of the Caribbean. (laughs) Of course. Of course, of course. I love me some pirates of the Caribbean, which, and I'm not, you know, we're going to have lots of things to talk about on our show, so I won't jump too far ahead. But Cliff, I will save that for later. Save it. But yes, I do. I do love all things uh, pirate from Disneyland, and uh, and, and uh, I, I forgot where I was. What I was about to say. I was going somewhere with that, but and uh, we'll come about back to it. Pirates and the pirate countdown, and it was something about pirates. Yeah. So maybe something about R and uh, and. Uh, Something along those lines. Oh, Kendall, now this is not... I have I have a, just a couple random things I have to ask you about. This Let me ask you this one first, because we know that you're... We're okay with you being a Disney adult. We are ashamed of you being a TikTok adult. But we're going to go ahead... I want to ask you this anyway, because, you know, somebody sent me a TikTok the other day, and I don't go on there regularly. So if yeah. somebody sends me one... I, I watch them, and, but I, you know, I have to press on it, and it opens up the app and this and that and the other. And so I pressed on it, and it opened up the app, and then it went to my For You page, 
And t- Kendall, tell me how this works in the TikTok algorithm. That it's okay. been so long that it's uh, so long, I guess, since I've actually gone on to TikTok just to scroll endlessly for hours, numbing my brain, killing the last few brain cells. I haven't done that in a while. So Sounds like al- a fun time to me. <laughs> but anyway, the long story short is the my For You page thinks I want to see Mexican women breastfeeding. That's what was coming up. Isn't that weird? And it was like... It is weird. And it, I mean, and I, you, you, hey, you got to feed, you got to feed, doesn't bother me. But it was just <laughs> right out there. And it was no, like, I mean, it was nipples ahoy. It was this, that, and the other. And really? so, I, yeah. And I thought, um, it's been a long time because TikTok is way off on the, <laughs> if, <laughs> the suckling that it I It must watch. have been using the camera, you know, <laughs> to like gather information. They were like, well, this person has breasts, so let's put some more on there. Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. Anyway, Kendall, that's. Mine is just a, a, a swipe after swipe is like Haunted Mansion, uh, anything Disney. Um, oh, but the weirdest trend of TikTok these days. I know that you're not on there, so you don't see all this all the time. But you know how they, have, they like, throw the ice cream at each other's faces. Well, no, that was that's that's old news. Oh clip. no! Uh, you know how they do the live feed thing, where like a live yeah. will come up. A lot of people do lives, and so evidently, this is making people a lot of money. Money, money, money. You know how. Like when you're playing a video game, the avatar is standing there and they're like doing this. They're just like waiting uh-huh, for something uh-huh. to happen. Um, so you click through and all these people just randomly are doing this. And they're like, ice cream, yum, yum, ice cream, yum. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I, I was so confused by it. And Susan told me, she said, oh, it's supposedly people um, fetishize like controlling people. Like by like, like if you send them an ice cream cone, it costs so much or whatever. And they go, Ooh, ice cream. So it's just like cause and effect, making them do things. And they, people get off at that. And so it's become a big fad. I'm like, well, that's another sign that society is breaking down. But isn't that weird? That's it's really weird. It is the oddest thing. They're just doing this and they're like, ice cream. Yum. They're like, Oh, dragon. Whoa. Like just weird as shit. That's so stupid. That's just another way. So stupid. Technology is just letting out the complete weirdo idiot. And I, hey, you want to see a weirdo idiot? I mean, this weirdo idiot's been on the air for 10 years. I know two weirdo idiots that are sitting behind microphones talking to each other right now. But in the same booth at a bowling alley in Busheltown. But that's us, by the way. We're at a bowling alley in Busheltown. We haven't even said yet. Haven't even said, haven't even stopped to paint a picture. Because there's so many things wrong with society. We don't even have time anymore. To <laughs> we got to get straight to that. <laughs> but no, Cliff, to paint the picture, because we, you know, people, they get whiplash when we just drag them right into the show. We're here at the Busheltown Bolorama. Because they're having the big Busheltown Bolorama Bola Fest or whatever it's called. They see me bowling. <laughs> a strike now. <laughs> because we're wide and bowling. Yes. <laughs> Which that goes perfectly with. The name of Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and Mr. Snobbottom's Bowling League. They're they're called the um, the old the ballers. Busheltown Ballers. Old ball, old Busheltown old ballers. Well, yeah. that's because there are the Busheltown Ballers, and those are the ones that are thirty and under. And then everybody over there uh, is in the second sector, the old ballers. So if you're over yeah, well, thirty, see, we were gonna. There, there wasn't a place for us. We'd have had to be the fat ballers. <laughs> Kendall, they don't make bowling shirts. Our size, sadly. Oh, they don't. They do, but you have to order them and send ahead and send your (laughs) measurements. It's It's too much. It's nothing you can just walk and buy off the shelf. Nothing we ever wear is you can purchase off the shelf anymore. Oh, if people, if I did, they'd say, put it back on the shelf. We don't want it. (laughs) But anyway, Kendall, this is about pirating and pirates and the high seas, not the drink high sea. The sea. No, no high sea. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum, not high sea. Bottle of high sea. All right, Kendall. I see that it's high time and high tide that we start this motherfucking piratey countdown. Well, let's do it. What are you waiting on? Um, hey, I'm not oh, waiting. Oh, space coin. Did you see me waiting over here? No way. No, sir. I'm the one. Okay. All right. All right. I'm flipping the coin. Call flip it. Flip it. Flip it. Heads for Avashji heads, me mateys. 
Oh, uh, no tails, they be a tailin', Cliff. That's the first time that, that when I've said that, it actually fit with the, the subject at hand. Tails, they be a tailin'. Uh, we're ready for their tails. Pirate-themed. Perfect. All right, uh. coming in. Oh. Oh, sorry. At number 10 was not that bad. Pirates, sometimes, you know, they've been drinking the mead below decks. And they just... Oh, they'd be drinking the rum. <laughs> Whatever. I thought these are minor, uh, you know, middle uh, middle earth pirates from the medieval <laughs> well, mine times. mine are out on the sea, oh, Cliff. Okay. Number 10 on the pirate all-themed countdown. All-themed. We're starting off right. Start it. These, uh, this is something that when you look at it, immediately yells, pirate, you know... Pirates are coming, or you're involved with a pirate, or something bad's about to happen. I'm talking about the old Jolly Roger, uh, the pirate flag. The pirate flag. Describe it for those uninitiated. Oh, I will, Cliff. A lot of people have heard of the skull and crossbones. Now, do you? Now, you know it's a skull with two, like an X of bones. Right. Do you know why it's why it looks like that, what that actually represents. It represents pison. There'll be pison ahead of a skull no, and crossbone. No. When you bury someone, you your hands go up like this, like when they would bury them in a coffin. Right. So those crossbones are their arms, like the, they're dead. So it's signifying we're coming after you and you're going to be dead. Oh. It, the, uh, the Jolly Roger, the, what his name, its name is... What a lot of scholars believe came from a, a kind of a, a mix of words from the, the old French "joli rouge," which means terrible red flag. Oh, terrible red slag or flag? Flag. With a slag with an S. Oh my. No F flag with an F. Oh. <laughs> um, it's a flag. I couldn't hear you. Um, there was somebody got a strike right over there next to this booth, and right when you were saying oh, that, oh, gotcha. All I gotcha. heard was well, pins falling down and people cheering. It, I just thought you were not paying attention like normal, Cliff. It's uh, you know the I found out something interesting this week. I stumbled upon something. Ah. You know the song "True Colors," Cindy Lauper, obviously. See your true colors shining through. Pause for musical interlude. Um, don't the, be do you know afraid where that, to let them you know where the shout. True, yes, the true what? True you know colors? where the true colors come from. You know what that is? Where where, where that or, originated from? It probably it reminds me of one of those you know ads for a really good detergent where you clean your clothes well, and no, you see your It came true from before detergent colors. was around. Oh, before detergent? Ships, ships would often sometimes hoist their colors, their flags, and they would put up like a whole bunch of different flags from different like places so that they would confuse their enemies as to who they were. And there became a big thing saying like, you have to put your actual flag ups for like, it was like a war something, uh, treaty or something. And so your true colors were your colors that it was your, like where you're from. You would hoist up your true colors. So that's where that term came from. I thought that was so interesting. And it fits with the pirate thing. Beautiful like a rainbow. All right, Kendall. If you say that that's a song about pirates, I believe you. (laughs) That's not what I said, but all right. All right, Kendall. So true colors was number 10. Um, Jolly Rogers. Jolly Ranchers. All right. Jolly Rogers. All right, not Sally Rogers. We need to get your ears checked. (laughs) Sorry. Not not Sally Rogers, the writer on the Dick Van Dyke show for (laughs) Alan Brady. Kendall, number... Not Sally Field either. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started on Sally Field. I know. That was a bad thing to say Um, because I just want to go on and on about how great she is. But anyway, oh, here's the funny update. Okay, you know how... Not really that funny. I don't want to oversell it. But it's just a thing that happened. (laughs) Here's just a boring update. Boring update. Remember how I told you about how my neighbor thinks I'm the wacky neighbor? Because of how I, I, you know, went out in my underwear to pick up DoorDash and uh, fell really loud right in front of his apartment. But anyway, this time, the other day. Now, this everybody does this. 
Everybody, this is universal. <clears throat> a lot of people, even though what time of year it is, they still have pumpkins from last Halloween in their living rooms. I know that they do because I do. And so I can't be the only one. But anyway, I had these pumpkins, and they were really cool-looking pumpkins. Uh, B.D. McJazzy, she grew them herself. And they, they're they not supermarket pumpkins. These were like, I think they're called Cinderella or pumpkins or something. They look like cartoons, but they're really neat, and they're really heavy. So they were still, you know, real sturdy pumpkins up until mm-hmm. right now. Anyway, I had one that was, I would say, extra large, and then one that was large. Okay. I won't tell you which one I identified the most with. But the extra large, uh, you know, I was just, and I stacked the smaller one on the top one. And then I set even a littler one on top of that, folks. Can you believe that? But anyway. Uh, one, you made a pumpkin snowman. I did. Kind of, yeah. I did. In the in the middle of summer, no less. <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, for a couple of days, I really thought, my apartment smells like a basement. And I didn't know why. And <laughs> then it kind of went away. You know, because sometimes the smell, and I didn't go nose blind because I would leave and come back and not notice it again. So it just went away. But then I realized that the middle pumpkin of the snowman, the large of the Cinderella pumpkins, Uh well, basically it had sprung a leak. And it It hit midnight. (laughs) Yeah, it was turning into hot garbage. And, um, you know, it just oozed pumpkin juice like all over the bigger one that was on the bottom. And so once I realized that, I thought, okay, it's time to move these out onto the deck to their final resting place where they will decompose naturally and return to the earth and to God's loving embrace and the big pumpkin patch in the sky, right? So, mm-hmm. and I did, and it sloshed pumpkin juice all over the carpet. I need to get some kind of carpet cleaner. If you, listeners, if you know a good carpet cleaner that gets pumpkin juice out, uh, send it to us, General Delivery, Kevin Kendall, whoever, whoever we are, just send it to us. And uh, we're on X at X. Um, <laughs> Don't get <laughs> please. <laughs> but anyway, and as I was juicing and sluicing this mushed up, deflated, dying pumpkin on top of another one, because when I turned it around, I could really see that it was, like, deflating and flattening out and everything. And so right as I'm pushing, the, and I was clothed this time, though, thank goodness. And of course, as I'm pushing out this half rotted pumpkin in the middle of summer, uh, comes the neighbor. He just walks right up <laughs> and passes me as though, you know, I probably was a, the third or fourth person he'd seen getting rid of old pumpkins that day. And mm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he, too, enjoys the science like atmosphere where he gets to see the pumpkins just rot and decay and the flies. It, right now, it's at the fly stage. It's a lot of flies <laughs> out there. So but anyway, uh, it's fascinating, folks. Fascinating. You made a, a pumpkin centipede. Centipede. I did. Centipede. I did. <laughs> I sewed their mouth to their anus. And yeah, you're really obsessed with that movie lately. <laughs> you remember my favorite quote from the second one? <laughs> Where he's making yeah, the we, fart we sounds. Yeah, we could have gone without hearing that all over again. <laughs> anyway, Kendall, number nine on the pirate countdown is... This is not a pumpkin countdown, it's no, a pirate countdown. No, 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 no. Oh, I still have one pumpkin that's... Never mind. Their style... Kendall, don't you wish you could just dress like a pirate every day? I want to wear those sort of like, mid... Theoretically, you could. Well, not in polite society, not to go shelf <laughs> books at the library. I think I might be asked to leave. But you know where they have those tattered pants that fall right below the knee? The striped shirt. You get to wear a do-rag like Rhoda. You get to wear like an earring and maybe even the ultimate pirate accessory the eye patch oh to be a pirate if you saw pirates walking down the main stage at the gucci fashion show people would eat that shit up because that the style pirate style number nine well i mean you know you could probably get away with doing an eye patch or you know 
People couldn't say anything about that. You may not be able to dress in the whole tricorn hat and everything else and a hook, but you could at least wear an eye patch. I could. I could. You're right. Nothing's stopping me from that. I'll have to reflect. <sighs> you better reflect, Cliff. You better get to reflecting. Pause and reflect. Um, 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 no, uh, they, they do have great style. And, you know, the thing about pirates, though, is they, they weren't as fat as we are back in the day. There wasn't as much food, I'm sure, on long voyages. Yeah. So we would never be able, there would just be too much fabric. They're like, what are you, a pope in a big robe or something? It would It would be just... Wouldn't, it wouldn't work on us. Wouldn't work. It's like you always see the, the magazines with people, you're like, oh, that outfit looks so cool. And then you try it on, and you're like, well, that just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't made for people like us. Speaking of tales as old as time, that, that tale. That? Well, oh, that well, was like, where are you going with it? Oh, we're there. We're already there. You've already gone. Cliff, we're moving on up the list to number... Eight, right? Eight. Yeah, eight. Sounds great. Oh, spare. Sorry. I just saw Mrs. Potter Butter Butter and she just got a spare over there for oh, the she's old been, dollars. She's been working so hard on that all week. So let's just say, oh, there's so many good things, but let, let's say number eight is one of my favorite things about pirates and about, I, I watch a lot of shows about this and mm. it's not it sometimes involves pirates sometimes it doesn't mm. but it always makes me think of pirates i'm talking about buried treasure oh ka-ching oh the treasure you know sometimes the best treasure is just the hunt for treasure oh okay don't you think the best treasure is the treasure in our hearts <laughs> it's actual tre- i thought you were gonna say it's actual treasure <laughs> no Love, uh, I, I agree. The treasure, the love in your heart—that is—that is the most precious treasure there is. There you go. Although gold doubloons are not bad either. <laughs> I think you know. What if you found? What would you do if you found a pirate treasure? I don't know. I'd have to research that because I mean, yes, I could just keep it, not say anything, but I can't really spend. Gold blooms from like the 1700s. Uh, so I'd have to like either sell them or something, you know? Kendo, you are canceled. Speaking of X, we're going to go on X and have you canceled. Hashtag Why canceled. Why would I be canceled for trying to spend pirate treasure? You have to give that treasure back to its country of origin. Oh. It was stolen so many times, we don't even know what the original country of origin was. Oh, I'm sure it's stamped on the doubloons somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. All right, fine, Kendall. Sorry, I won't call the PC police on you today. Okay. I'm keeping the box it came in. Oh, oh, did I hear you talking about a box? I have such a wonderful box at home. It's the one that our refrigerator came in. And don't you know, Funky and Opie, they love playing in that box, don't they, dear? Oh, dear, they've been playing in it for months. We can't get rid of it. We've tried. Sometimes they stay in there for days at a time. It's sort of a funny thing that they do. You'll understand more about that, Kendall Boy, as you become a oh, father. I, need, I was going to say, where can I get one of those boxes? I'm going to need it. <laughs> you are. I love to play it in big boxes, too, back in the era when I could fit into them. <laughs> now, now, now they wouldn't even work as an outfit. Now they wouldn't work as an outfit, even if I cut armholes. Couldn't even be a robot. Guys, we've been watching you bowl over there. You're doing oh, a great job. I don't, we don't really excellent. understand how the numbers work, but I've, you know, seems like things are going good. I, I, it sounds like you guys were doing so good earlier. Somebody had ordered some wild turkey for the group or something. You got to turkeys, right? There's turkeys coming oh, through. Yes, yeah. That's the turkey. That's that's three strikes in a row. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, does that mean you're out? Oh no, it means you're. Performing excellently, boy. <laughs> you uh, want why do they to make a sports turkey. so complicated? <laughs> well, they one do. sport, three strikes, you're out. One, one, three strikes, you're in. Three strikes, you're in. Three strikes, you're out. Let's call the whole thing off. Now, you know, I did take bowling in college, where I did have to learn the rules. Unfortunately, that was in the late '90s. So I do not recall <laughs> them. It was 1999. Back when they allowed you to take bowling as a college course. Oh, they do. It's the most popular. I know. It's for, I'm just kidding. Well, it's not everybody's as athletic as you are taking jazz dance or whatever well, hey, it was. I knew what was up. 
<laughs> Pop, six, squish. Uh-oh. Cicero. Lit we didn't shit. do that one. We did. Hey, big spender. <laughs> Spend a little dough on table three. All right. And that is when they canceled jazz dance, when they had the <laughs> recital that I was in. Anyway, that's not neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, sugar. Well, I believe Martha is signaling that it's your time to bowl oh, again. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's oh. improper etiquette for me to be late. Excuse oh, me, boys. Yes. You can do it Oh, we should play around after this. See we how good should. we are at bowling. I am. Listen, I am big. It was the bowling shoes that got small. <laughs> well, now that I know you majored in bowling in college, uh, <laughs> a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. The biggest part of the exam was getting your shoe size right. I thought you were the biggest part of the exam. Oh, Boing. I'm on a roll. Sorry. Ooh. I'm about to roll you over. What is <laughs> the what? What number are we on? Uh, seven. Seven. Because you said something. Treasure. Treasure. Money, 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 money. All right, number seven. I've got to say, numero seven <laughs> would be, I, well, it's this. Because what a great thing. If you're out at sea, you're middle of nowhere except for on the ocean, right? And you're in your pirate ship. And one of the mateys steps out of line. You might think, but what what can we do? We gotta tote this bastard back to the shore, give him a trial. Ugh. <laughs> Not on my ship, baby. Ain't got time for all that. Ain't got time for all that. Better get to walking that plank. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. You're mumbling words, but I can't hear anymore You're totally entertained, but I'm absolutely bored To the sharks with your conversation, see what they say So thrown overboard and disappear into the waves mm-hmm. Walking the Plank is number seven of the great oh, things about a, pirates What a mean thing to do <laughs> What a mean thing to do, but what a piratey thing to do Arr. All right, well, it is a piratey thing to do. You're correct, but it doesn't make it right. Uh, who said it's right? We're not talking about right or wrong. This isn't a countdown of the rightest or wrongest things of the universe. These are pirate things. And you'd be walking the plank. Could you imagine having to walk the plank? Oh, I think at some point if there could be conditions such on the pirate ship that you would rather walk the plank. Don't you think? Like if the ship was on fire? No, like you're stuck with a bunch <laughs> of low lives, no fun. You know. <laughs> like, oh, this sucks. I'm walking the plank. You need to be a plank because I'm about to walk it. <laughs> it's boring up in here, <laughs> up in this ship. Bye. I'm walking the plank. Yeah, walk oh. the plank. I think that's number seven. All right. I think you're right. Number seven, walk the plank. Amen. I'm into that, Cliff. Um, so... Let's see. Uh, there's there's so many piratey things. You really made this hard to do a countdown because it was just... Everything involved with pirates is amazing. But that's why we're here. That's, why, that's what so, we're here for. So number six is, again, like it should... Be, everything's tied for number one at this point forward. But <laughs> number six, this... Uh, this is something that you and I love. We love it. Walking the plank. Not just me. Other than walking the oh. plank, it's something else we love. Something else. It's, um, it, it, it involves Halloween, obviously. One of our favorite holidays, favorite times of year. And uh, it's when somebody that we love to death decides to dress up and go out and look for, you know, candy, candy, candy. And lo and behold, they find themselves on an old island in an old house where this old man tells him a story about these old pirates that came ashore and would come to get their their loot. And lo and behold, Garfield and Odie are just stuck there in the middle of it all, but they get to experience it all. I'm talking Garfield's Halloween adventure. I'm about to tell you has never been told to another living soul. Catchy beginning. This island. As a secret, a deep, 
dark secret it has held for a hundred years. One hundred years ago tonight, a ruthless band of pirates held up in this very house. They had looted many ships and were pursued by government troops. They were so heavily laden with their ill-gotten gains, they had to bury the treasure before making their escape. However, before they left this island on that stormy night, they signed a contract written in blood. They vowed to return for the treasure 100 years from Halloween night at the stroke of midnight, even if it meant returning from the grave. had a ten-year-old cabin boy. I was that boy. I was there. I never took the treasure because they would have found me. There's no escaping them. They know we're here. They know who we are. Well, that made my mind up. Come on, Odie, let's blow this joint. Oh, yes, I was going to say Garfield's Halloween costume. Whenever I dress up like a pirate... Secretly in my mind, I know I'm dressing up as Garfield on Halloween because he was a pirate. He was the OG pirate. He was the OG, which brings me to my next point, which is 60 men were lost at sea, all of them drunk except for me. Twas I who's left to keep the storm with nothing in sight to keep me warm. Yo ho, yo ho, 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 yo ho. Over the raging sea we go. Yo ho, 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 never the four was blow. Hey! Remember I, that? Isn't that the greatest? I love it. That is some of the greatest music ever recorded, are the songs for Garfield's Halloween adventure. Oh, it was. And not only that, let me tell you, that cartoon, when I was a child, scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. When the, uh, it, I mean, in a good way. Like oh, I, yeah. I just remember being so scared when the pirates were coming and they were hiding there and then the, the eye looked <laughs> into the, that, that was a freaky, scary moment when that eyeball popped. I think that gave me nightmares. Oh, see, the scariest part for me was always when the old man said, believe it. <laughs> <laughs> They know who you are. They know we're here. And unlike yeah. the listeners, they know who we are. They know. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kendall, and that's it was simply not a joke. And neither are it's these. Not. Oh, it's time for the bad jokes. Oh, my God, what bad jokes these are. So, uh, as far as jokes go, these are bad. No, they're bad. Kendall, what did the horse say after it tripped? Well, it said, help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. Kendall, why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? A pee silent. Yeah. See, I knew you'd know that one. And what do you call a well-balanced horse? Stable. Oh, that's a good one. Stable. Speaking of balance, Cliff, today at the bank, an old lady asked me to help check her balance, so I pushed her over. Oh, shit. Oh, and my dog is a genius. Uh, I asked him what is two minus two, and he said nothing. Oh, man, oh, man, that's right. Genius. Now, I ordered a chicken and an egg online, and I'll let you know which one comes first. Um, (laughs) Why, speaking of Cinderella, why was she just so bad at soccer? She kept running away from the ball. And what, you know, I remember when I was a lawyer, Kendall? Um, what yeah. do lawyers, like I used to be, wear to court? Lawsuits. <laughs> lawsuits. You don't want to wear one of those home suits. you got to wear a lawsuit. <laughs> I, did, I wore my birthday suit that one time. And <laughs> <laughs> That's when you don't. You stopped working for the lawyers. Yeah. Cliff, the other day, Susan asked me to pass her her lipstick, but I accidentally passed her a glue stick, and, well, she still isn't talking to me. Mm. Um, and I, you know, speaking of how bad I am at sports, I couldn't figure out why the baseball just kept getting larger and then it hit me. Mm. This one reminds me of us, Kendall. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. Um, what do you get when you, oh, sorry. What did the worker at the rubber band factory say when he was fired? Oh, snap. Um, oh. No. Kendall, this is a science one. Why are elephants wrinkly? Uh, because you can't iron them, moron. What did the Good cake? 
<laughs> what did the cake say to the fork? Not good point. He said, you want a piece of me? And finally, for me, Kendall, speaking of me, how did the two cats end their fight? Well, they hissed and made up. Oh. Ah, that scared the hell out of me. But I know a lot of jokes about unemployed people, but none of them work. Uh. Someone stole my mood ring yesterday, and I still don't know how I feel about it. Ooh. And finally, finally for me, parallel lines, you know, they have so much in common. It's just a shame that they'll never meet. All right, Kendall, I've got to go. I, th- I need to take a break. I need to get some onion rings and a big diet fresca over there. Ooh. I'm starving. Now that's a good time. We'll be right back. Sorry, I, all the bowling, it just brings it out. I need the onion rings. Don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages. ABC Pictures presents Dustin Hoffman in Sam Peckinpah's Straw Dogs. Uh, most far out film I've seen this year. Okay. Experience. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Very violent. You had to have it in there. I was shocked. It was frightening. I felt hatred because the last part really got to me. Really exhausted. Really drained. Horror. It was an excellent movie. That made me feel sort of sad. Oh, I just dig violence in movies. It's frightening. It's the kind of film that builds until you practically double over and you Seat. Totally devastating. Dustin Hoffman has outdone himself. He really outdid himself. The culmination of all the other roles he's played. I couldn't believe that Hoffman could ever play a brutal role like that. He just totally stepped out of his own. Sam Peckinpah, who uncaged the Wild Bunch, now unleashes Dustin Hoffman in Straw Dogs. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. And now back to the show. Mother, mother ocean, I have heard you call. I wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall. You've seen it all. You've seen it all. Watch the man who rode you. Switch from sails to steam And in your belly you hold the treasures You have ever seen Most of them dreams Most of them dreams Well yes I am a pirate Two hundred years too late There's nothing to plunder I'm an over 40 victim of fate Arriving too late Arriving too late I done a bit of smuggling And I run my share of grass Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, matey Matey, that's just you groaning now. Arr. Yeah. Oh, those onion rings went down the wrong way. I'm telling you, that's, that's well, what I told that was. you not to eat them so fast. <sighs> well, I ate them. You know, like my grandmother, she likes to dip them in tartar sauce. So that's what I did. Ugh. And because, well, listen, that's also very much on theme for the pirate show, tartar sauce. Tartar! So, because you eat it with fish. No, I just meant not eat them so fast so that you would still have some when I got back to have one, but nope. No, Kendall, that just didn't work. That's just nature, how it works out sometimes. Well, I'd rather do nature versus nurture. Nurture. Oh, <laughs> oh speaking of this, can I tell you something just real sad? It's, uh, a, it's if, a, if you must. I'm speculating that it's sad. You know how I sent you earlier in the week, I sent you that picture of that horrifying snake that was right outside my door? Yes. Terrified me. To death, I, I, I literally terrified. I'm still thinking about it. I'm terrified. <laughs> In short, terrifying. And, but anyway, terrifying. It, I saw a snake, everybody, and it was laying there. It did not move. It did not. Uh, it was like it was dead. I was praying, dear God, let it be dead. And anyway, I took a picture and I told everybody. And I came home a few hours later and it was gone. So I'm thinking it was alive and left. 
unfortunately. Terrifying. And the sad part. creeped into your house through a crack. Kendall, if it creeps into my house, then they'll come and kill you in your sleep. (laughs) Just so you know how scared that I feel, okay? No, it's never coming in the house. It's somewhere in the forest, gone miles from here. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I wanted to tell you the sad part that I think I figured out beforehand. I think I know what it ate. Right below the deck, so it's you could see it when you got out of the car before you came up the stairs, there was a bird's nest. Oh, And no. I, for days and days, I saw this mama bird sitting in the nest, and it would fly away, like, when my car came back in. And I never did hear those baby birds, and I haven't seen the mama. Aww. Well, that's the circle of life. It was, but there were big lumps in that snake's stomach when I saw it. Oh, isn't that awful? That is awful. Way to bring us down. Oh, well, I have, God. We have a little hummingbird nest up in our tree that is so exciting. I see a little hummingbird sitting. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. It's way up there, but it's so fun to watch. I hope a snake I hope doesn't no snakes eat it. come for that. I know. It would, it would only be an appetizer. They're so small. Probably a snake's eating those birds right now, Kendall. That's all <laughs> I... That's life in these United States, everybody. 2023. It's a circle of life. The snakes are eating the birds and everything's upside down. But what what number well, are... feed the birds. <laughs> feed them. in the bag. Feed them. I tried. And then the snake ate them. What number are we on? Pirates. Number five. Holy God. <laughs> 60 men all lost at sea. All, yeah, this is all of them except for me. Yeah, sorry, you got me started, Kendall. And yep. uh, I was left to save the storm. Oh, number five is. <gasps> it's going to sound like it's not a pirate thing, but it is. It's a song called Be a Clown. Have you ever heard this? <laughs> no, uh, should it be be a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Be a Clown. Be a clown, be a clown. All the world loves a clown. Show them tricks, tell them jokes, and you won't stop the top folks. Be a clown, all the world loves a clown. Oh, I do know that. Yeah, Judy Garland What's that from? and Gene Kelly. It's from the movie called... The Pirate from 1948. And I just love that song so much. And I don't really know. Oh, okay, here's the deal. Here, I do know because I read the Wikipedia. The, in the movie, Judy Garland, this, is a, this movie is from a different time in our history, folks. Uh-oh. That, that always in, <laughs> signals that something bad's coming. Well... I mean, uh, not that bad. Listen, it could be worse. In Hollywood history, it could be worse. But Gene Kelly and Judy Garland play, I guess, Mexican people or Spanish people. That's the only thing that's um, bad. Why be a great composer with your rings in your ears? Why be a major poet and you'll owe it for years? When crowds will pay to giggle if you wiggle your ears. Be a clown, be a clown, be a clown. But anyway... uh, but she loves, she has like the hots for like a Blackbeard the Pirate type. But she falls in, and she falls in love with uh, somebody who works at the circus. So I guess that's where they sing Be a Clown at the circus. <laughs> but anyway, what I thought was interesting was down in the Wikipedia page, they're talking about the movie and how it was, was reshaped before it came out. And it said uh, several songs were cut, others moved around. Judy Garland and Gene Kelly were to perform a tempestuous dance to voodoo. The sequence was filmed, but MGM executives felt the choreography was too openly sexual for audiences of the day, and they ordered the number removed. When M- well, they flashed their ankles? I guess so. But maybe, they're, <laughs> maybe they were sewn lips to anus. Uh, when MGM oh. chieftain Louis B. Mayer saw the footage, he was so outraged, he ordered the negatives burned. And he shouted, if that exhibition gets on the screen, we'll be raided by the police. No footage of the number is known to exist today. The other weird thing is this Garland's rendition, uh, blah, 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 Mac the Black. Mac the Black was the name of the pirate that she was in love with. 
the Dancing Nicholas Brothers joined Kelly for the first rendition of Be a Clown, but theater owners in the South removed the number from their prints, fearing white audiences would not accept two black dancers performing with a white dancer as equals. So... Isn't that just a different time? What a bizarro. When you think of how awful things are now. Back in think of, 2021 when that came out. <laughs> but, you know, it's helpful to think, hey, things were also awful in 1948 when Judy Garland was dancing too sexually for Louis B. Mayer. Oh, yeah. And they didn't think that two black dancers would be accepted as equals to a white dancer in the well, South. Well, I have heard. I've heard people say like, oh, you know, people are talking about how bad the world is and all. And they were like, you know, every generation's like, oh, well, Vietnam's bad. Or like everybody's generation has something terrible. So ho- hopefully this is just our generation and things will continue on. Well, it will. The earth will die of heat stroke. And then, you know, the bugs and the amoebas. It's already dead. We did the funeral, remember? <laughs> yeah. If people are looking for the funeral, it's already happened. And that is number five. That was number five. Be a number. clown, be a clown. All the world loves a clown. And moving back to pirates for number four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four. Now, this, again, all of them deserve to be number one because it's just, it's a tough road. And I only got two to go, so I have to get this one in there. Number four. Let's say that you love pirates so much that you don't want to just watch things about pirates. You want to be a pirate. Uh-oh. You want to join in in all the frivolity of the pirates. You want to uh, go sailing on the high seas. Well, there's one place that you certainly can do that. Where? If you're a Disney adult like me. Oh. It's a Disneyland where you can go and ride with the pirates of the Caribbean. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage and plunder and rifle and loot. Break up me heart is yo ho. I forgot the other part. <laughs> Break up me heart is yo ho. Oh, what a great ride that is. I could just go. And, and what's great about it also is that it's just such a long ride, especially because people are so heavy these days that it slowed the boats down. <laughs> that ride lasts for like 20 minutes. And it's cool in there. And you just ride through and you see all the shenanigans going on, all the animatronics. What a fun time to be alive. Oh, it is. It is. That may be that and the Haunted Mansion, but Pirates of the Caribbean may even beat it out as my number one favorite. Well, it's not beat. But (laughs) I wish wish that we could get in in a telephone booth, go back in time like Bill and Ted, pick up like Blackbeard and all them and bring them back and take them through the ride just A, to see how accurate they were and B, they would just have a blast. They would love it. They would have such a blast. And like, look at all that treasure over there. I was like, well, that's prop. And they're like, prop my ass. Give me the treasure. Give me the treasure. Kendall, we would be walking the plank. Lucky those waters are, must be pretty shallow. <laughs> they're very shallow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, the pirate's ride at Disneyland. Of the Caribbean. Was number four? That was number four. Oh, my God. God? Now, wait. Before we move on to number three. Yeah. We need to help some people. <gasps> we should. That's really what we need to be doing in yeah, life. Yeah, let's do the opposite of pirating. You've got questions. We've, We've got, got answers. answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. Oh, my God. I've, now, I have one over here. Let's see. I just saw it. And uh, Yep. All right, you listening? Because you, you got to solve this one. Oh, I'm... I'm listening. It says, Dear Cliff and Kendall, my friend Lala has a nephew who visits her often. But every time he and his wife stay overnight, she catches them going through her dresser drawers and desk. Lala has always been good to them and even loaned them her car and travel trailer for their vacation. I personally, Cliff and Kendall, am incensed that they nose around in her private belongings, and she's none too happy about it either. She's always happy to see them go. Cliff, Kendall, what should Lala say to them when they want to visit again? How would you handle this? How would you handle pesky visitors you would prefer not to return, Kendall? Oh, just to not have them return? I mean, I would, I'd be real snarky and put, like, notes in the dress. Or I'd put things in there that they'd, like, find. They'd be, they'd be like, really uh, uh, make them, like, like murder weapons or something. I'd, I'd do something like that to really 
teach him a lesson. All right. You know, it would be like an old sitcom thing. An old sitcom. You do the old one, too, on him. Hiding a bloody, yeah. bloody meat cleaver in yeah, the dresser like, drawer. Yeah, but, like, make it look real or, like, you know, just scary stuff. And, and then when they come to be like, hey, what is this? I'm like, why are you going through my drawers? Yeah, it would look real. Like, remember when on the Roseanne Halloween, when Roseanne and Dan, they... Made it look like they had killed each other so that when their neighbors came in to yeah. see them, they are all yeah. bloody and stuff. That'll teach them. That'll, te- that'll learn them. All right. Another help. Let's see. I'm ready to help, Kendall. Come on. Oh, okay. Here we go. Dear Cliff and Kendall, mm. my daughter and son-in-law are experiencing their, are expecting, experience and expecting their second child. Everyone is happy for them. The problem is the difference between her in-law's beliefs and mine. I was brought up at a family in which parties and celebrations were held at home. We opened our house to friends and relatives, everyone brought food, and we celebrated the occasion. The in-laws are substantially more well-to-do than we are. They celebrate every occasion at a restaurant, a club, a venue, or with many people attending. And my daughter has been part of this family for years and enjoys these big celebrations. The problem is I'm always being asked to contribute half the cost of her upcoming baby shower. For the venue, bartender fees, linens, and table decorations, etc., and my share comes to more than $900. Cliff and Kendall, I am in no position to do this, nor do I want to. My daughter is angry with me because I refused, although I did promise to buy anything she doesn't receive at the shower. Am I wrong for refusing to take part in this, or must I suck it up and come up with the $900 to keep the peace? And that sad mom in Busheltown. Help him, Cliff. Oh, you are right, I think. In that you should be able to tell whoever, like, look, I cannot afford this. So yeah, just be honest. We can do it. I'll, just be like father of the bride. We'll do it in the backyard. But this makes me think that this person might be a moron. Because who but a moron would promise anybody, I'll get you whatever you don't get off the registry at your baby shower. Dumb. Who would say that? Uh, what if they register for a Mercedes-Benz? Biatch. Well, then that's that's her fault. She messed up. It's her f- See? Messed up. <laughs> messed up. So I don't well, know if somebody that messed up. They'll teach her a lesson, won't they? Yeah. They, for being yeah. so generous. <laughs> this, listen, lessons are going to be learned all over the uh, place. Lessons were learned and people were helped. People were helped. And lessons, lessons are still being learned. And I think some of the <laughs> listeners are learning as well. I hope so. I hope somebody's learning. <laughs> but that now, that brings us up to what? Number three? Oh, number three. Number three. Holy God. Hold your pee. Above. Number three. Well, this is a movie. I would say of all, this is a movie. I'm trying to think if there are any other pirate movies that I would ever choose to watch above this pirate movie. And since Jake Gyllenhaal has not yet played a pirate, he was a prince of Persia, but he wasn't a pirate of Persia. So there's no, you know, easy out. So I'm guessing this is the best one, and it's got the best stars in Hollywood. As all the characters, not even mentioning the human stars like Tim Curry. It's got Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy and Fozzie Bear and all your other favorite Muppets in Muppets Treasure. Just Speaking of treasure, Island. My true vocation. My father said, no son, this choice deserves deliberation. Though you could be a doctor or perhaps a financier. My boy, why not consider a more challenging career? Hey, ho, ho, you'll cruise the foreign shores. <laughs> See you, lad. Show him if he's practicing. True friendship and adventure are what we can't live without. And when you're a professional pirate, that's what the job's about. Upstage, lads. Islands. Muppet Treasure Island. Number that's three. That's a good one, all right. It's a good one. When you're a professional pirate. 
Well, you know, that was going to be one of, or either it was going to be Muppet Treasure Island or Tim Curry was going to be my number two. Uh, so now that you have that, which I, I wholeheartedly agree with, other than it should be number one. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, I love it. It's poetry in motion. On occasion, there may be someone you have to execute. But when you're a professional pirate. All I can do is pivot. All I can do to keep him falling in love with you. All I can do to keep him letting it show. You got to pivot, bitch. What are you pivoting Wait, toward? Somebody said something on, on TikTok the other day, and they were like, um, what was it? They were like, uh, in Dolly's name or something, instead of saying, like, in God's name. Uh-huh. I was just like, that's amazing. <laughs> I want to start saying that. Um, Cliff, I'm pivoting. I'm pivot. pivoting to my number, my new number two. Pivot. Pivot. And that is going to be some, uh, something else that pirates do that we love. Wear puffy shirts. Love, love, puffy love. shirt. No, we covered that with their style in the, already. Yeah, we already covered the style. We're moving on up to number two. So now I can only partake in half of number two. You can partake in all of number two. Used to be my favorite to, you know, get my drink on and like the all rip roaring fun of the rum and all that but i'm talking the food and drink all that crazy crazy food and drink they would eat they would pillage and take all the food from all the vessels that they would go pillaging on and just have big old food orgies for days well i was gonna protest but then you used the phrase food orgy and now i have to i knew that would sell allow it i have to let it in kendall now that we're having food orgies on the pirate ship i've learned my way around this show (laughs) i don't yeah i don't even want to tell you what i thought you were going to go with when you said i could only do half of this uh my mind went somewhere (laughs) Horrible, and I'm not going back. I, even on a pirate ship, I'd walk the plank before that. And you know, I told you it's better to walk the plank sometimes. And yep. I would definitely walk the plank if they did not give me a food orgy aboard the trip. Food orgies, number preach two. Preach it. Preach it. Preach it. Preach it. The classic pirate food orgy. Oh, my goodness, dear. Did you see we just won the competition? Oh, yes. They gave Mrs. Butter, Butter, Butter Churn the most valuable player award. Oh, I don't know where you're going to have room for that trophy, Sugar Lump. Oh, that is a huge trophy. And look, it's got a dress on and everything. It's like they made it for you. I think it looks like they did. I love that. That is very big. You're going to have to move all your other trophies out of the way for that one. Oh, dear. We'll just put it in the store. Oh, yes. I think... Customers will come far and wide to Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter to see her, her new bowling trophy. Why don't we put it in the window, dear, so everyone can enjoy it? Well, it's it's not like you need any more advertisement. You have enough customers, but yes, that will drink, bring even more people to the store. I think it will. Maybe we could work out something. You do. You could loan it to us. Maybe if we have a big sale coming up to the Cliff and Kendall Mart. That Ooh, way we could draw some customers in, you know. Oh, well, maybe, dear, but you must forgive me. They want to go lift me up to put me on their shoulders to celebrate. Oh, yes. We're going to be celebrating for hours, boys. So come and join us whenever you're finished and here in your little booth. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be right out. We just got one more to go on our couch. All right. Oh, yes, yes, we're on our way. Oh. Yes, I know. Can you believe we won? Oh, my. Where do you go from that? Bowling trophies, food orgies. What's left? What's left? Oh, number one is left. Number one, that's what's left. Uh, Number one (laughs) is he is the pirate. In the way in the Barbie movie, Barbie says, you know, I'm the stereotypical Barbie. When you think of a Barbie, that's, that's the Barbie that I am. When you think of a pirate, this is the pirate that you think of. You don't think of his hand, and you don't think of his face, or of his legs. You think of his hook. He's called Captain Hook, the elegant. Why, it's like money in the bank. Come on, join up and I'll be frank. 
unless you do, you'll walk the plank. The choice is up to you. The choice is up to you. Yo ho, yo ho. Captain Hook, some would say. Don't you think he's just the, what a pirate, Kendall, what a what pirate. What a pirate. Uh, he, get, from he gets the gold hook from my book. Peter Pan and <laughs> Neverland. Uh, wouldn't you want to go? A pirate's life for me. Yo ho, yo ho. They sing that, right? In the Peter Pan? Yeah. Uh, no. No, yes, they do. They do? They sing uh, some song about pirates. I'm sure they do. You're probably right. I was thinking of, um, but you know, yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me is from the pirate's ride. <laughs> we got to investigate this. Sorry, there's a Motorola commercial in my research. Oh, I was like, is that it? I would swear in a court of law, in a food court of law, I've never heard that song before in my entire life. Oh, I know. It's in fact, they play that when you're like getting on the pirate uh, Peter Pan's flight at Disneyland. Uh, another great pirate ride at Disneyland. Another great pirate ride. Are all the great pirate rides gone? Are they over, Kendall? No, are they're all there. They, but are, are there more coming? Or... Have the pirates oh, had their day? Probably not. They're all done. They're done. Next, it'd be space this, alien that, X this. Ooh, they have cake. They have cake out there. Oh, I thought you meant it at, at Disney World, but here they have it. That's well, even better. Well, they have better. cake at Disney World, I too. wish I had a hook. But I would that's go closer. hook myself a big piece, but I'll have to use a fork. I don't need a hook. I'm going to go to fork. All right. <laughs> I got to fork this up. Kato, don't fork it up. All right. With this, uh, pirates, be a pirate, everybody. A Pirate's Life for Us. We'll see you here next week. Uh, the Life of a Pirate. No, that song just doesn't even exist. I don't know what that was. You gentlemen can watch while I'm scrubbing the floors. And I'm scrubbing the floors while you're gawking. And maybe once you tip me and it makes you feel swell on a ratty waterfront in a ratty old hotel. And you never guess to who you're talking. You never guess to who you're talking. Suddenly one night there's a scream in the night and you yell, what the hell could that have been? And you see me kind of grinning while I'm scrubbing. And you say, what the hell she got to grin? And a ship, a black freighter with a skull on its masthead will be coming in. Then you gentlemen can say, hey girl, finish the floors. Get upstairs, make the beds, earn your keep here. You toss me your tips and look out at the ships. But I'm counting your heads while I make up the beds. Cause there's nobody gonna sleep here. Tonight, none of you will sleep here. Then that night, there's a bang in the night and you yell, who's that kicking up a row? And you see me kind of staring out the window. And you say, what the hell she got to stare at now? And the ship, the black freighter, turns around in the harbor, shooting guns from the bow. Then you gentlemen can wipe off that laugh from your face. Every building in town is a flat one. Your whole stinking place will be down to the ground Only this cheap hotel standing up safe and sound And you yell, why the hell spare that one? And you yell, why the hell spare that one? All the night through, with the noise and to-do You wonder, who's the person lives up there? Then you see me stepping out into the morning Looking nice with a ribbon in my hair. And the ship, the black freighter, runs the flag up its masthead and a cheer rings the air. 
the dock is all swarming with men coming off of that ghostly freighter. They're moving in the shadows where no one can see, and they're chaining up people and bringing them to me, asking me, kill them now or later? Asking me, kill them now or later? Noon by the clock. And so still on the dock you can hear a foghorn miles away. In that quiet of death, I'll say, right now. And they pile up the bodies and I'll say, that'll learn ya. And the ship, the black freighter, disappears out to sea and on it is me I love it. 